have a cousin who uh, had uh, done her uh, ancestry, whatever it is, dot com. Anyway, she, she was very proud of it. And she said, you know, uh, I'm related to the people in Italy, I'm related to people in France, I'm related to people in Germany. And then she got really excited and she said, I'm related to the people in the Mediterranean by 3%. She said, that means I'm related to Jesus. <laughs> we all are related to Jesus by our baptisms at this very font right here, right here. And Jesus calls us into the Word of God this morning. And in the book of Exodus, we have the story of the burning bush and Moses seeing that. And, and it's really God getting Moses' attention through the burning bush. And that question then is our first question in the Bible today. What's the burning bush in our lives? How is God trying to get our attention, especially in this Lenten season as we move towards Easter. And all of our prayer, all of our penance, all of our sacrifice and our almsgiving is really meant to be the burning bush, or at least for us to have enough sight to see the burning bush in our lives. And so Jesus invites us in a special way during this Eucharist to really open our hearts to Him. St. Paul in his letter to the Corinthians, he talks about the Hebrew people and how they were really blessed by God and they were blessed by God because they had a cloud that covered them for protection and then God split the Red Sea so they could cross without problems, really. And they were saved in that moment. And then he brings it all together in Jesus and he says the true rock of our faith is Jesus. And we are all baptized in the water of his love in baptism. Which draws us then into the gospel. Now, I'll footnote before we get into the gospel deeply. Uh, today we've got a special collection for the diocese of Kiev in Ukraine, and that's been in the news big time. Well, I actually have a relationship with the bishop of Kiev. I met him in Rome five years ago, uh, and he's a young bishop. He's 49 years old. I can't even remember 49 years old. <laughs> and he shared with me that the, his 160 priests who serve 200,000 Catholics in that area in, in Ukraine uh, came together and made the decision to stay, not to leave. And he's decided to stay also. So they went to confession to one another and then took up their posts. Now some of them, as you probably have guessed, they're on the west side of Kiev. That's where the Russian army is. And bombing the heck out of him right now, okay? So he has asked for prayer, and he's asked that we commit Russia, can consecrate Russia to the Immaculate Heart of Mary, which is what we're going to do this Friday at 11 o'clock in the morning. At the same time, the Holy Father is celebrating a Mass in Rome at 5 p.m. At 
idea. And he's asked all the bishops in the world to do this. So for us as a country, we're doing it together for peace. I say that, partly it, just information, but partly also to say, we are 1.4 million Catholics in the world. Jesus is calling us in the gospel to repent. If we, as a church, really committed ourselves to repentance, would we have a war in Ukraine right now? Would we have a war? And if we were really, really living the gospel as disciples of Jesus, all of us throughout the entire world, and bringing people to Jesus together, would there be a war in Ethiopia and Sudan right now, at this moment? Having said that, Jesus in the Gospel says two times, repent, for the kingdom of God is here. And he's speaking directly to us. So we have an open sore that we just talked about, the wars that are going on in the world right now. And repentance really involves first having some knowledge that there's something that's not quite right and that we need to change something in our lives, especially to grow closer to Jesus. And then the second part is the willingness to not only know what's going on, so the burning bush, Jesus, burning bush in our lives, and he's saying to us, okay, what is it that you are being asked to let go of or to give up in order for me to love you even more or for you better, me and you, to love Jesus even more. And then in the spirit of repentance, to be able to say, you know, I'm yours, Lord. I'm yours. I give you myself to you in this special way that you're asking me to do through my prayer, through my penance, through my sacrifice, and through my almsgiving. That's what it's really about. It's really what it's about. So that when we come to the moment of the resurrection, it truly is a moment of the resurrection. One quick story connected to the parable at the very end to let us know there's some hope. The parable at the end, the fig tree, and the master wants to cut it down, but the gardener says, don't cut it down, let me work on it, let me, you know, hoe around it, let me fertilize it, let me get it ready to bear fruit, and we'll check it next year. The fig tree is us, the gardener is Jesus, and he's giving us some hope. A young lady I know, uh, we'll call her Teresa, uh, left the church about five years ago. Catholic, all the sacraments, and she left for many reasons, we won't go into detail particularly, but one of her friends died a year ago. And the funeral mass, mass of Christian burial, for him was in the Catholic church she attended before she left. And so she went to that church because she cared about this guy. And so they brought his body in. And then they, we, as we usually do, we vested it in the baptism garment, the funeral pall, which is white. 
symbolizing that that person is dedicated and committed from the baptism on to Jesus Christ. And she said, as soon as they put the pall on, something hit me. All of a sudden, I realized I want to die in Christ too, just like he did. And she, from that moment on, she said, I began to realize that the life I was living now, I was really very unhappy, very unhappy. And I needed to change. It was a moment of repentance for her. Through this last year, by the way, she has gone to confession, talked through the different truths she was struggling with with the church, and found herself healed day after day after day, such that today she is in her midst, not necessarily here at the cathedral, because I don't want you to know who it is, all right? But she is here with us in faith. That's who Jesus calls us to be. He wants to share life eternal with us in love. That's what he wants. But it does mean that through our prayer, our penance, our sacrifice, our almsgiving, it's a moment for us to recognize the burning bush in our lives, Jesus trying to get our attention, and then truly say, I'm here, Lord. Love me into being. Final piece, we have the burning bush with us now. Now. When we come to this altar and we pray over the bread and the wine, and he becomes, it becomes the body and blood of Jesus Christ, and we come forth to receive his body and blood, it is that kind of a moment for us to let the burning bush, which is Jesus, truly touch our lives and heal us, free us, and enable us to love one another. Let's pray for that grace during this Eucharist.